0: This is Country in the UK, your country music podcast, 4,000 miles from Nashville. We're on. Episode 3, season 2. Indeed
1: it is. On time. Indeed on time. That's the most important thing. We're back on time now. We missed a week. We've we've gone back to the agreed schedule that we'd sort of set on of doing it every other week, but we didn't. We did miss three weeks and then so we're doing two weeks back to back (laughs) so we're kind of where at this point we are where we should be yeah i think we're there which is cool but it's been it's been fun since i was out a lot since we were last on last week Uh, it was like seven days ago yeah it's been a busy busy seven days so wednesday uh i was back at the camden club uh, for a packed out uh some suffragette show. Um and it was really, really full in there. So like massive shout outs to Phoebe for getting that <laughs> getting all those people in. So that was great. Um, oh okay, yeah, because
0: after talking with Ray on here with um
1: we were um you were there, weren't you? Wasn't, I was yeah, it. Like I can't it. get my really words out tonight. Yeah it was really it was really good to see Ray. It was really good to see a lot of other people and stuff there as well. Like I say it was very busy, which is fantastic and exactly what we want from that. Um, And it was great to kind of get like a really sort of cool, sort of like round there. We had um, Paris Adams, we had uh, Katie Kittermaster, we had um, Mia Morris, who's an amazing host. Absolutely fantastic. Um, So much energy, kind of played a lot of percussion all the way through, so that was really, really cool and doing sort of different styles of music and things. Um, and then, obviously, Tennille Arts, um, which was very, very fun to see. Um, so, yes, that was Choose Wen- Wednesday. I'm Wednesday night, the- that was. Really. So, anyway, so Wednesday, we've got a game, because games are fun. So, after the gig, right? Well, well, before the gig, I went to the pub, Shock Horror, um with um my mates steve and pete and brendan then after the gig we went back to the pub um where we were sat our table sat at our table kind of the four of us and we had um simeon hammond dallas with us as well because she was at the gig team and then one of our mates was going and as he was going, he kind of walked out, came back in, and set, kind of came back and said, "This person is sat over there." So, as our game, as in the old board game style of yes or no questions, guess who we saw? Ben from the Shires. It was not Ben from the Shires. Oh, he's always oh, sat that,
0: that had to be. You know, that was a good go-to. he always seems to appear everywhere at the minute. Okay. I can only have a yes or no. hmm Okay. Uh were they male?
1: They are male.
0: Okay. Um are they a musician?
1: They indeed are a musician.
0: Okay. Are they a country
1: musician? Uh, oh, oh, oh. Not what they're best known as, but they're work straddles country and Americana in the current state.
0: Are they American? Uh, no. Oh, English. Yes. Okay. So, so I'm needing someone who's English. who's kind of verging on country and Americana at the minute. Mm -hmm. Are they over 50? Yes. Oh. Okay. Oh, my God, my mind's going blank. I don't like this game.
1: It's a good game.
0: It's, it's a very good game. In a they're in, they're in a pub in Camden.
1: They were in a pub in Camden. On a Wednesday night. In, on a Wednesday night.
0: Okay. Uh, had they previously been in a band? Yes. Were they in a band called Led Zeppelin?
1: They were in a band called Led Zeppelin.
0: Oh, got it. Was it Robert Plant?
1: It was indeed Robert Plant that we saw in the pub on Wednesday night. Which that's was very really, cool. Which was really, really cool. And what was even cooler it was because obviously the Americana Awards had been the week before where he collects an award.
0: I just ticked it. When I was like, is he over 50? I was like, had you said no, I was then totally
1: lost. Well, that was the thing. When you sort of said it's like they country, you're kind of like, it's like they're not really known by most people in country in Americana, but now they kind of are. Um, but yeah, because like, because Simeon was with us as well. And, you know, from the Americana thing the week before, that was kind of really sort of cool that they kind of sort of spoke and things in the pub and yeah so it was like happy random Wednesday Robert Plant you know choosing to grace the same establishments that we do in Camden in Camden and then on uh Thursday uh because I wasn't that much of a sucker for punishment I decided to go out again uh went to O'Meara um saw a really really cool show from Sunil Again, Sny Larps back over with her headline show. Just her on her own. Um, it was just absolutely fantastic, really, really cool. Again, sold out gig. Um Alyssa supported her, which was really weird because again, like between the changeover, we were at the bar. Um, because we were talking with Grady Smith. I don't know if you know, who's um know. much esteemed uh, kind of journalist and YouTuber, etc. cetera, and kind of country music in Nashville, who's been over here in the UK. So we'd kind of been in there and stuff, and then kind of like me and Brendan and Pete were at the bar, then I just sort of got ran at, uh, which was quite cool, because like <laughs> Alyssa, she wasn't at, after her section, she wasn't there for kind of all of Tennille's, because she'd gone off because uh, Steve and Eddie Smith were playing a show somewhere else so she's gone after that but it was really really cool to see Alyssa and let's say Tennille's show was amazing then um, Saturday um, I went to the pub and watched the rugby oh god uh, had no idea what was going on England didn't win
0: that was, dreadful. That was um,
1: dreadful and then we went to some sort of pub that was well pub club I don't know what we'll call it it was playing country music not great but less of that um and then sunday um spurs saved arsenal season and um,
0: that's very kind of them
1: was <laughs> very kind of it's like my dad was more excited about us winning than i was <laughs> um so obviously and i think the best thing about that whole game was it's like the fact of Conte has a real style of play, and probably the one time that Spurs played the perfect game of Conte football, yeah, he wasn't there. Not even there. Not even there. Um, so yeah. So that was that was Sunday. Then there was the pro well, I didn't watch the Pro Bowl, but that took place on was Sunday it, night.
0: With like playing
1: flag football, basically. They were playing flag football. Uh, oh,
0: was, you know, you know, you see a highlight of something, and I was like, did I just see that or not? There is a
1: part of that that involves um, Trayvon Diggs picking off Stefan Diggs <laughs> for some reason where Stefan was throwing a pass and then his brother picked him off. Uh, nice. So that was quite cool to see. Um, obviously this week we're back to proper football with the Kelsey Bowl, with um, Kansas City Chiefs playing the Philadelphia Eagles in um, Glendale, Arizona at Super Bowl this year. Uh, So that'll be a cool game. Uh, Halftime show is Rihanna. um, And the anthem, the American anthem, will be performed by Chris Stapleton, if you were not aware of that. That'll be quite cool. As a a cool thing. So that was Sunday. And then Monday, I suppose, the only kind of real big news we've kind of got, really, because it was quite a quiet week in terms of releases uh, leading into the Friday. We had a new Morgan Wallen track. And... Um, you know I say a quiet week you know, Shania Twain dro- drops an album it's not really a quiet week but um, you know sort of beyond that there wasn't kind of too much more to kind of um, talk about that we were kind of hearing too much about but on Monday night um, we had the Grammys um, which some interesting uh, results and things um, so obviously the Grammys people don't know they have for all genre categories and then beyond that they kind of award by kind of certain awards per genre um so in the all genre category they award record of the year, album of the year song of the year and the only award that's specifically for um an artist rather than a a piece of work for kind of the new artist awards and in those those big four record of the year was about damn time by lizzo album of the year was harry styles harry's house uh the song of the year was by what was it the daily mail referred to her as Uh,
0: it's an unknown blues artist
1: an unknown blues artist yeah you probably haven't Um, heard of her
0: so it's probably not even worse yeah she's
1: she's going to be headlining black Deer um later this year but um, but
0: black deer wouldn't sign an sign up an unknown artist well, exactly but according
1: history, to the day according to the daily mail that beyonce was and adal were beaten out by an unknown blues artist um her name's bonnie ray um i recognize that name i'm pretty something. sure that a lot of people know who, who she maybe, is
0: maybe when she was like inducted to the rock and roll hall of fame like yeah 20 30 years ago whatever it was
1: so she uh she won song of the year for just like that and the new artist award uh, kind of across all the genres was samara joy and then kind of going through kind of the others where we have kind of bits of sort of country americana interest um it was a really good night for brandy carlisle um she won best rock performance and best rock song for broken horses and also her album in these silent days was the americana album of the year And in the other kind of Americana, American Roots categories, um, Bonnie Ray took home um, the Americana performance and the American Roots song as well. Uh, The performance was for uh, Made Up Mind, and the song again was um, just like that. And then before we kind of get into the country, the only other one across other genres that kind of spans our sort of realm of artists was Taylor's wonderful 10-minute uh, film for All Too Well was awarded Best Music Video at the Grammys, too. And then we have the big four, as far as we're concerned, in the Country Awards, which I think a lot of people might have been quite surprised. Oh, God, yeah. By some of these. Well, one, one of them I don't think surprised anybody at all. Um, the duo or group performance went to Carly Pearce and Ashley McBride, uh, very well deserved for never wanted to be that girl. I think if you were kind of looking at that before, that was where a lot of people would probably have lent to if you were kind of yeah. say as things um, song of the year was till you can't. Uh, Cody Johnson released and recorded that right. again, probably not a massive shock and kind of things for a lot of people. You know, a song that kind of a lot of people really relate to and it's done very, very well and things over there, very really deep song um the country solo performance and the country album of the year the country album of the year was the only of the four country awards presented during the main ceremony the other three along with the majority of the awards get uh, presented during a pre-ceremony kind of in the afternoon but they kind of tend the big genres they get one of their categories awarded on the telly um so it was country album of the year presented by shania twain and received by willie nelson for a beautiful time and willie nelson also took home the best country solo performance for live forever which way you're looking kind of across some of those categories and things where you had luke combs in there you had Maren morris you had um a lot of other kind of really big hitters and things so i kind of think that you know that might have surprised a few people yeah. but you know again we've sort of seen across those categories that you know with with bonnie taking some of those big awards in kind of you know the all genre category and getting recognition there you know it's really cool and just shows that the people that are voting the grammys are you know still listening to guys where class is permanent
0: it is so, mad but uh, yeah still still doing it into the 70s eighties, yeah. and yeah as you said getting the recognition for it as well yeah it's not just um, ticking the box almost
1: Exactly, and if you kind, of, if people want to kind of look back for any clips of performances and things, uh, Luke Holmes performed uh, "Going, Going, Gone" towards the end of the broadcast. There was an um, in memorandum section of kind of where some kind of they like to free free artists who had passed away. Um, Katie Musgraves performed uh, "Coal Miner's Daughter." In tribute to Loretta Lynn and also Bonnie Ray, Cheryl Crow, they got on stage with Nick Fleetwood and they did Songbird in memory of uh Christine McVeigh from Fleetwood Mac. And kind of the the last one, which is just this still sort of shows, and I think the, the coolest thing about it is that when we're all sort of like long gone in a hundred years' time, and they're gonna talk about who like the greatest like blues vocalist of all time is one of the most timeless voices and they're going to see pictures of Chris Stapleton in terms of what things are um he he was he was on stage with Stevie Wonder um and Smokey Robinson for kind of another sort of recognition performance during the night and that's definitely definitely worth checking out and you just sort of forget like how how good Chris is and I think the thing that sort of shows to me why Stapleton is like in the whole of the country spectrum, like how good he is. The fact that like the American audiences are a little bit wilder than ours, um, mm. but the way that he can hold a whole stadium and when he's kind of doing some of those things and he has the entire, and they listen to him. And like I don't, I don't think I've come across a lot of other artists that have that really over there and stuff. Um, and it's really, really a cool sort of thing to check out. And obviously, what you said before, he's going to perform in the anthem at um, Super Bowl on Sunday. Yep. So that's kind of like most of the news. This is this is, a, this is a quiet week as well. Yeah,
0: There's so going. obviously, with the Shannara album, she's actually on course. She's currently the midweek number one. Excellent. So she's about, and she's going, she definitely is going for... The number one slot. So she's. I was just reading up earlier. So she's currently someone called Ray. Yeah. I, I don't know. So this, that's out of my genre knowledge. Is sort of. So they're about two and a half, three thousand units in at the minute. So Ooh, apparently today, tonight, has dropped the. If you haven't got the album yet, she's dropped it down to six pounds. And opinion. also
1: that she was selling. They're doing a special show, kind of not too far from you as well.
0: No. Quite late. Well, late I was very quick on the button today.
1: Were you really?
0: Yeah, it both <clears throat> shows sold out in like three seconds.
1: Oh, there was two. There's two shows. So there's
0: a set. So she plays at the O2, and then on the Friday night she's going to be in Kingston.
1: Kingston at Prism.
0: In Prism in Kingston. So 1,200 people. Yeah. Um, first show went on sale at 11am this morning. 14 fourteen pound, sixteen pound with the CD. So CD and the ticket was £16. So she's now just gone and very quickly shifted probably another two and a half thousand CDs, but it was literally a case of you refresh the page. It came up says available. You had to click add to cart this morning. I did it and missed out this evening. I did get on it though. So well done, Yane. have got a ticket for that one. So that, that is me refusing to pay £90 to sit in the rafters, touch the roof of the O2. I'll go to Prism instead and stick to the floor.
1: That used to, that was what Oceana was, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Happy day. It's so weird. The, ball, the ballroom of
0: Oceana, So <laughs> anyone who knows Kingston, it was, yeah, the ballroom of Oceana is now obviously the concert venue for Banquet Records.
1: It's always great when you sort of relive memories of like retro clubs and stuff. Like me and some of my mates talking about planning a night going to Inferno's in Clapham. <laughs> if you've never been to Inferno's in Clapham, it's a palace. It's wasn't just, it Inferno's,
0: didn't they film, that's when they did the Inbetweeners movie.
1: It's got no dance floor, it's all carpet.
0: Yes, that was the Inbetweeners movie, wasn't it? it was, I haven't, so I haven't the, seen Inbetweeners movie. Maybe yet, not? So think. basically, yeah, the movie bit when they're on the dance floor in the Spanish resort is actually filmed at Inferno's. I remember watching it and I was a bit like, I recognise that.
1: Do you, do you know, another random fact about Inferno's, it's Margot Robbie's favourite club.
0: In and into our our Club, from when she was randomly living in a house share in Clapham, even though she was some movie star at the time, she was in a house share in Clapham,
1: as you do. Exactly. Where, where else would you want to go? You know, when you're a big, big Hollywood movie star the place so yes yeah, so that's kind of most of that like we didn't really touch on it last week but obviously we, we had kind of the full c to c sort of details that came out last week so i kind of think that over the course of like as we learn kind of more finalized details about who what when where like timing wise and stuff we'll kind of share them as we go but because we were talking about a lot of other stuff we didn't kind of go fully kind of into it last time so If you're brand new to this, you've lived under a rock for the last 10 years and you have no idea what C2C is, it's Europe's biggest music festival, takes place across uh, Friday and Saturday and Sunday. This year is the 10th to 12th of March, uh, taking place at the Yota Arena in North Greenwich in East London at the um, Hydro in Glasgow. Hydro in Glasgow, yeah. And also over in Dublin as well, where in a similar way to the Reading and Leeds festivals, the acts kind of rotate between the three. But also in London, in addition to having the main stage acts, we also have things that come on during the day on a variety of stages, which were the details that we got sort of found out last week. Um, So we kind of learned kind of a little bit and just like we say, we haven't had the full map as such but from what we've kind of got the impression of and kind of speaking to people it's very similar to how it would have been um well in fact not similar because one of the stages has moved last time from last time from last year so slightly different so you Don't know North Greenwich and EOT, uh, it's on the Jubilee line, which is really convenient on a Friday and Saturday night because a night tube runs all night. You can nicely get home. Jubilee line serves uh London Bridge, which is where I get a train home from, also serves Waterloo, which is where Ian gets a train home from, not complain, <laughs> which is very helpful when they run all night, and also hopefully that uh. Southern and uh, Thameslink decide they're going to run services as well and I can easily get home after such things so you get off you get off at North Greenwich so you basically you're either headed you're heading towards Stratford from central London come up the escalators and the first thing you see is you see some wonderful like probably Instagram style picture things of the artists that will be playing that around you see plenty of of
0: people stopping to posing next to the pictures even though the pictures are everywhere yeah around the ot people have to pose outside and and exactly
1: and they're doing that because there is the what is the the town square which is basically kind of a market where you can buy food and drinks uh, and they do artist signings and you can buy things to help you look like woody the cowboy or buy boots or all that sort of thing but as well they also have a stage in there which is the Barrel, I want to get it right. The Barrel House, which will be Barrel House the- at Town Square, presented by Countryline. By Country Line. we don't know exactly what the layout's going to be and stuff in there and stuff. Whether it's kind of similar, because I know a lot of people had sort of said last year that it was very busy in a Town Square. So if you wanted to just go shopping, that was so. Yeah, you could, like so know, it
0: was two. And... There was kind of two rooms, wasn't there? Almost last year, one room was effectively the concert room. And it was just round packed. you had the shops at the back, and then you had another one which was more just the shops, which you could get around. But I think the problem was it was people getting in there. That was the main thing. It was the queue to get in, that it wasn't like a flow of people going through for shops. It was just people staying for the shows, and then you couldn't get in.
1: Yeah. So the the town square is kind of an area outside of the O2 that there's kind of one entrance or exit is kind of close to by the tube station exit and then the other one's close to the front of the arena or the front of the dome as you come in as you sort of come past there you've obviously got the box office on the outside of the o2 you walk through the door if you've got bags and things they'll ask you to put it through a scanner uh and then you have the foot the foot or the next two stages along there the left hand side as soon as you go in is a bar called all bar one and upstairs now on the second or third floor third floor Uh,
0: go up up again yeah third floor
1: yep we have got a stage in there which is the saloon uh which this year has been hosted by apple music country radio so that's upstairs and on the other side as you come in through the main entrance to the o2 um next to starbucks and the ot shop uh there is the big entrance stage which is just a kind of a public stage it's kind of out
0: which again always um, has a decent little gathering at that one because it's it's kind of the first, first thing you see first thing as soon as you see. walk in that is the first thing that is the first thing you see before yeah. anything else and
1: really. the stage that will have changed from last year just past all bar one there's some escalators that go up into the icon outlet which is the shopping center at the o2 which basically the o2 is a big circle now so you can go all the way around she up the escalators kind of on the left hand side and there'll be that icon stage up there um and then obviously kind of if you haven't gone up the escalators if you go straight in front of use the entrance to the o2 and then the rest of it sort of bends round to the right as you walk around the entertainment part of the complex Um, and then you come to the kind of stage where the bigger artists that are playing during the day are going to be playing which is in the indigo which is the second uh, fully permanent venue inside the O2 complex, uh, which is the BBC Radio Two stage, and then lastly, if you kind of keep going, sort of halfway around past the cinema uh, and towards kind of where like the not quite as far as where the bowling alley is. And no, it's school. just
0: before. So it's kind of there's a gap between a couple of bars and restaurants. You just before, before of, the
1: observed hub uh, is the. Um, is it the Wayside? Wayside stage, yeah. Yeah, so that was if you went last year, that was the Garden stage. And that again, that was another one that always
0: had quite a good crowd yeah. because of where it is. Because it's near those bars, it's people have kind of made their way round that way to get away from yeah. a bit of you know the obvious bits to go to. But it always had a good
1: crowd. In addition to that as well, they also use the Blue Room, which is kind of to the right hand side of the main entrance into the inner part of the arena which if you've got tickets for the Bluebird Cafe uh, Writers' Rounds on Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, or Sunday, that's where that is. Um, and basically the way it works is, in general terms, it works like any other concert. If you it runs for three days, you might buy a three-day ticket. That will give you your seat in the, inside the main arena. If you buy a ticket for Friday, it gives you a, ticket, a seat for Friday in the main arena, and the same with Saturday and Sunday. Now, as well as that your ticket will also get you access into some of those stages that we kind of talked about the town square, the radio two stage and the Indigo and also upstairs Bar one at the saloon. So like the way it should work is basically if you've got a Friday ticket, for the arena you can go into those places on a friday uh but not on saturday and sunday you need a saturday and sunday ticket to go into those places for that and there are then the free stages where you don't but need the icon there. stage the garden the way wayside stage and the big entrance, the entrance. stage um are all basically just kind of turn up and run it's always really funny when you sort of see the big entrance where you get kind of people that have sort of gone there to go to nando's and go to cinema and have no clue what's going on which
0: well, it's like that's the same with the icon stage that it's right because of where it is kind of top of the escalator tucked around the corner a little bit to see you kind of away from the noise of the big entrance and then suddenly there's a band there playing yeah and you're like where did that where did you come from kind of thing that and it is a Yeah, you don't kind of expect to see it, and it is the amount of people that are just there on their Saturday afternoon because it is a outlet shopping centre, isn't it? So yeah, Saturday afternoon, grabbing a couple of bits from the outlet, and end up seeing live bands. And it's not set up; it's quite a big stage as well. So it's not just like a single acoustic stage. It is a full band sort of size stage, which is quite cool.
1: And then if you're a party animal and likes to go really hard after the show, after the arena shows have been. the they have upstairs in the saloon uh so upstairs in all bar one they'll have an act playing each night and also are the official after parties which is a separate ticket for each night which is in indigo um yeah so there's a uh,
0: there's uh, the all bar one at night you just need your um arena yeah I say
1: so we don't we don't fully know the ins and outs of like what what your tickets sort of what you need to get into you know town square etc etc based on previous experience i'm sure we'll get to a point where once we get information from um you know the team at c2c and kind of people involved we can obviously relay that and over the over the next couple of weeks we're going to be you know we're going to be starting talking to quite a few people and things uh, and then basically hopefully get them to tell us people that are going to be playing c2c about kind of what they're excited and also possibly be able them to be able to tell tellers when they're going to be playing before c to c tell everyone, because some people have started kind of, you know, feeding out when their sets are going to be uh, and things which is cool. So yeah, it's you know it's a it's a long weekend it's a marathon not a sprint is the thing i'd sort of like i'd seen kind of people like on some sort of sites and on socials going oh what tips would you give for first time people going to c2c and in a very bizarre way for us it, it's quite hard to give like a, a, a guide from that standpoint because like we we end up running around quite a bit, going to various places. Where <laughs> so done. It's one of
0: those things, yeah. You don't. So we end up hearing your
1: do's and don'ts of exactly what you should do. And we'd pay no attention to our own advice whatsoever. Um, it would literally be, it's like, oh, I've been on my feet for about four hours. It's like, let's go and get a beer. And it's like, oh, who's playing there? It's like, oh, yeah, we'll just watch a bit of that. And it's like, oh, I don't even know who that is. I'm kind and of, one of it. gets a
0: text message from someone being
1: like, Oh, coming so, to my can set you can come here and chat to someone. Yeah. And so it's kind of a little bit sort of crazy, but we will try and sort of work on some sort of like tips and things that we've kind of had sort of before, things that we found to be really good. Like, say, there are certain things like you can't take bags, you know, bags into the arena and stuff. There are things to think about. Obviously, you bring a bag into the complex, it has to go through your scanner. If you buy stuff from the shop, or not from the town square and you're not going to be wearing it. It's like, before you go into you really, you might need to think if you're not staying very close or like the intercontinental one, of those hotels around there to kind of think about where you're going to move that to. Um, and then obviously if you get there early in the morning, you get more access to stuff because most people have hung over from the night before. Um, so this also,
0: yeah. This is also your four week warning to get your C2C draft picks in for this year.
1: So in terms of what we're doing with regard to it, are we are we allow are we going to allow the main stage this year for these draft picks and do a full comprehensive?
0: We can, uh, yeah. What we going though? So are we doing top five or?
1: I reckon we can go five
0: because I pulled. I still say I pulled out the rabbit out of the hat with last year's pick. I, ca- I had.
1: I had Callista though. So,
0: but anyway, no, I went we'll, the wild we'll come. Card. We'll
1: come. We'll come round to that. So, obviously, what we did last year, if you didn't catch it, is because we're both pretty big on... um, We haven't actually done our number for this week, and you'd lined it up as some ice hockey player I've never heard of. So, for Season 2, Episode 3, where are we going?
0: Dion Phaneuf.
1: Dion Phaneuf?
0: Dion Phaneuf, who is obviously married to... He was married to Alicia Cuthbert. Might still be married to Alicia Oh,
1: okay, yeah. I know who she is,
0: yeah. There you go. See? Girl from tw- girl from 24 and whatever other shows. So you yeah, go, yeah. Her husband, Dion Phaneuf, number three. He was Calgary Flames, Toronto Maple Leafs, Ottawa Senators, Canada Defenseman. So yeah, he can be our number three. Just cause Jamie will not let me put another Fulham person we in. We can't like. go I for-
1: I didn't really think about like a three. I didn't think about it. it. was like it was like the panic of like, oh, we need to do a number. Um but yeah so what we basically did was because we're like quite big on american sports we do it kind of like the nfl where we draft um basically as kind of our picks and so we'll do we'll do five um and stuff each so we'll kind of go with that as like our five artists to kind of watch and stuff because as well that way it sort of means that we're not overlapping and we give you at least kind of ten artists to sort of check out and stuff um so that'll be quite cool um, and I say we've got plenty of you know things shaping up in the pipeline um, for getting involved. And as soon as we get kind of more news, we'll kind of bring that to you. Um, obviously, you know, with with the whole lineup and things like we said it the the main stage. So. In London on the Fridays, Thomas Rhett, Jordan Davis, Lainey Wilson, Tyler Braden, Kayleigh Hammock and Alana Springsteen as part of the introducing Nashville rounds. They will obviously move to Dublin one the other night, Glasgow to another night. But also in London on the Friday, Breland will be opening the whole thing. He'll be doing his own set and also hosting the stages in London alongside Bob Harris. And then also on the Friday, as the on the second stage inside the arena, the spotlight stage, the so kind of the set changeovers, we've got Ashley Cook, uh, Mackenzie Porter and Corey Kent. And then Saturday, um, again, so these guys will have been in Dublin or Glasgow the night before and we'll go to the other one on the Sunday. You've got Lady A Midland, Morgan Evans, Matt Stell. And then the spotlight stage is Drake Milligan, Sam Williams, Elvie Shane. And then Sunday, is Zach Brown Band, Old Crow Medicine Show, Mitchell Tempany, uh, Lindsay L, Amanda Shires, Cameron Marlowe, Madeline Edwards. So that's kind of the main sort of stage thing. We knew all of that completely. So not, nothing that came out uh, last really, Monday, because yeah. we probably mentioned that a bunch of times. And like we sort of said, we, we now know who's playing on the other stages. So looking at the Radio 2 stage, so I would say in Indigo, which is a purpose built concert venue and things in there. All nine of the artists that are playing the Spotlight stage in London. So
0: that's all, quite good. I hope
1: they can kind of. Yes, yeah, so they're all and, they and things. So they're all based so, and the Spotlight stage will probably be two or three songs acoustic, whereas the stuff in it, if you really like some, if you're in there on a Friday and you kind of see, you know, Ashley Cook or Corey or Mackenzie, and they might be playing in the Indigo on another day where they'll get a slightly longer set. You'll be able to kind of get more, um, so I say all nine of those are parts of the people that are playing um, in, the, in the Indigo and Radio 2 stage and some other really cool artists and things in there. Willie Jones, who is due to come last year, but it's coming back this year, big favourite of ours. You have got Gillian Jacqueline, who I know has got a big sort of following and stuff when she's been here before as a regular tourer. Um, Pillbox Patty, who we uh, mentioned last week, has been one of this year's CMT Next Women of Country class. You have got Nate Smith, who is playing the CMA songwriters on the Thursday. That's the one thing we didn't mention in terms of an announcement, they oh, were yeah. na- that Ashley Gawley is going to be the fourth person on that, who's obviously a monster hit songwriter in Nashville. So that's really good to kind of have him playing that with, with Laney and Nate um and then also on that uh radio two stage that we kind of haven't mentioned 49 winchester who like we said last week band i'm very 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 excited to come over if you've not listened to their record from last year uh fortune favors the bold definitely recommend you do because they are going to be i think everyone's favorite this whole festival um which is going to be up there and also caroline jones who we're going to be speaking to this week uh, so we'll have a really cool piece with her. It'd be great to catch up with her because the last time I spoke to her and we did a piece probably about eighteen, maybe eighteen months, two years ago with her. She was in New now, yeah. Zealand during the pandemic and stuff, and she's going to be playing on that Indigo stage uh, as well as um, being part of the main stage closing on the Sunday. Because uh, like we said previously, she's now a full-time member of the Zac Brown Band. So it's really, really cool. But um, she's going to get to do her own stuff as well. And fingers crossed, she may at some point um, be joined by our good friend who she's just released a duet with. Because um, they'll both be in London at the same time. So that'd be really cool if Alyssa was able to jump on. Because Alyssa's got a couple of sets um, across the weekend too. And then so kind of going across sort of, you know, the, the two other stages, which we suspect you'll need a ticket for, um, you know, you, you've got some really cool acts kind of there too, like 49 win you can catch. Alexandra Kay, who's an artist that's so definitely going to be one of mine that's going to be kind of in my draft, high on my draft board. Um, Alyssa, I mentioned, you've also got uh, George Burge, you've got Randall King. um Hayley May Campbell, uh, who's going to be part of a special song so for jets round with Alyssa Bonagura and Paris Adams on Sunday morning upstairs in the saloon, where you can also catch shows across the weekend from Breland, which will be his only kind of set apart from the main stage across things in London. Uh, Katie Offerman, who's another of those CMT uh, next room in the country class for this year. Willie's playing up, Willie Jones is playing up there as well uh and um tiger lily title Lily gold as i know are which is um you know a band that i know a lot of people that i've spoken to when they got announced are really excited and we sort of mentioned last week it'll be great to have krista and kendra um coming over here finally um and the saline by night where we said that kind of they have like an after show kind of thing up there which is not the same as the official after party you've got um Drake Milligan on Friday, 49 win on the Saturday and Madeline Edwards on the Sunday up there. Um, We mentioned they've got the Bluebirds in the Blue Room. There's three sessions Saturday morning. The tickets went on sale last week. I'm guessing that they probably sold out.
0: I'd say it does always sell out quite quickly.
1: So in the likely event, they haven't sold out. If someone's pawning one of them off and things, a Saturday morning will be really cool. You've got Amanda Shires, who I think you know, a lot of people are going to love if you don't really know who she is. um, One of the members of the High Woman, um, you know, Mrs. Jason Isbell, um, you know, just all-round badass, killer fiddle player and all that. Um, So she's going to be joined by Madeline Edwards and Adam DeLeak. Bluebird uh, Saturday- sold out. They're all sold out. Sold out Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, Saturday afternoon, the one o'clock one is Drake Milligan, Alyssa, and Kate Yoffman, and then Sunday Hannah Ellis, um, who's another artist I'm really looking forward to seeing. Actually, um, across the rest of the weekend, Randall King and Jeff Cohen, who we saw the other week again, proper proper songwriter.
0: The uh, songwriter of the theme tune to Paw Patrol. The
1: theme tune for Paw Patrol. Um,
0: Very important knowledge. Yeah, my my daughter was even like, "Huh?" Even she found that weird.
1: That's pretty random. And then, like we said, the other three stages, like, will be that even if you haven't got a ticket, uh, you'll be able to pop along for the day if you want to catch some music, some really high quality. And it's also really sort of weird that when you sort of see the reactions of people that have no idea what what they've walked into at the o2 it's always yeah. <laughs> and especially with that big entrance stage because where you get a lot of people sort of congregate and stuff from there so it's literally it's a free stage the first thing that people are going to walk into and then some people are literally going to walk into the o2 with no idea what's going on whatsoever and see randall king on stage it's like what the actual fuck. that is amazing i feel like
0: i feel like we should almost stand at the entrance a couple of times and just get random sound bites from people just go to random people Right, yeah. Well,
1: that's that's the whole sort of who, thing. Uh,
0: He was actually generally walked in and not knowing what. Yeah. Else well, going
1: that's on. like the thing. It's like people are literally like you know going to have no idea what's going to go on, and they're going to see you know, you know, you've got like we said Hannah Ellis, you've got Tyler Booth, uh, Randall King, George Burge, Katie Offerman, um Alyssa Bonagura, Alexandra Kay. Um, you know, just going to get some of these really high quality, like Nashville-based artists and things. of
0: Even for the side stages, it's the amount that actually comes. Yeah. I think a lot of people kind of expect the side stage to just be the acoustic artist, but it isn't. It is, yeah, lots do, you know, fork out that extra bit of money to bring their band over and yeah. really go for it to make an impact and make that kind of, yeah, to make that star on it, which is, and I think... I think it was Tim Hicks last year that, again, you suddenly, some of his songs, he's definitely the more rockier, up-tempo side of country music. And there he was on, yeah, one of the side stages going absolute hell for leather. And yeah. that was a genuine, you kind of saw people walking past going, what the hell is going on here?
1: So, yeah, like, and then kind of as well with those, you know, the, the entrance, the wayside, the icon stage, you've got a lot of kind of UK-based artists and things as well. So definitely kind of check out some of those if you can, like we mentioned. That's the
0: good bit about the side stages. It's something that, you know, five, six years back, there wasn't a single UK artist on the bill. So it's really giving them a chance now to step up and get themselves known. They're also people that, you know, you can see quite often and around and about London. So it gives them a chance to kind of introduce themselves to maybe the people who wouldn't go to maybe some of the smaller gigs and just literally stick with the mainstream national artists
1: yeah so there's like there's definitely plenty of sort of scope and stuff to sort of say and i would say that you know even if you haven't got a ticket because i know for a lot of people that like it's it's an expensive weekend it's a very expensive weekend i know that people literally it is they do see to see rather than a holiday you know they'll, they'll book a hotel hotels in london never cheap at the best of times um, but obviously, you know, the, the whole thing is focused around those big arena acts and stuff, but with London, especially, which is why I always say it's like, why, you know, Dublin's a great city and things, but you know, with all the extras you get in London, it's like, if you live over here, why would you travel to Glasgow or Dublin to do it? And you see why people come down from Scotland to the London shows, because there is so much more with it. Um, i us say, just a really good opportunity for a lot of those UK acts and things. Like I say, we, we mentioned Paris before, um, like Jade's uh, Halliwell's on the bill, you've got Two Ways Home, kind of other, you know, buddies of ours and stuff, and plenty of others across there. Kezia Gill, who's, she playing that Indigo? I'm just looking. I believe. Kezia, last time when she yeah. played towns where you can even get in. Yeah. Um, and things in there and you know plenty of other really Will thomas are playing as well at some point too i know they've got new music on the way so a lot of the like really high profile uk acts but also some brand new ones and the same with the americans where you have like you know some of those big we sort of said people that are playing the sages away from the indigo it's like man like seriously like just the way that country can win so many fans that i say that people are going to walk in like to the O2 and they're gonna see, you know, Randall King or Justin the Bandits like smashing it or whatever and stuff, and it just gives a real great kind of impression.
0: Definitely <laughs> gonna be a weekend in a certain it's literally just over a month away, literally four four weeks and four and a half weeks and we're there.
1: Four and a half weeks. And the best thing now is we don't need to kind of delve into that lineup and stuff properly again. Because we've done it. Because that was. And like the lineup.
0: We'll give you a quick overview of some of the
1: stage times of
0: gonna... our picks, and so we'll obviously do our picks of which end yeah, we'll be drafting
1: um, outside this... stages
0: to give you their times. And obviously, again, as we speak with artists, we'll hopefully try and put a few of those into the podcast in the coming weeks as well.
1: Into that,
0: who uh, who have Fulham got uh,
1: this weekend?
0: This weekend, yep. Fulham play. Oh, Nottingham. Fo- oh, Nottingham Forest. Forest on a roll at the minute. They are. This could be uh tougher than I thought it would be.
1: We've got Le- we've got Leicester.
0: But we did we did just draw a Chelsea,
1: so. so we'll probably do something very, very Spursy in the fact that we beat Man City and then probably get rolled by a massively struggling Leicester. Um and then yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm up in Blackpool on Saturday.
0: Oh, I get a um, trip to the Tottenham Hotspurs spaceship on sunday as well
1: you're gonna watch you're gonna watch girly football
0: i'm gonna go watch the tottenham hotspur winning women versus manchester united women's team at the tottenham hotspur spaceship
1: tottenham hotspur spaceship so, yeah that is
0: that's my sunday out and it's like so the worst bit is it's a 12 o'clock kick off or something so it means i've got to try and get up and out of the house on a Sunday. that's morning. the only the AM. only thing
1: about getting to spurs Arsenal's not too bad now, but although it used to be at Arsenal as well. It's not a great place to get to and from. No, and it's
0: overground, like, isn't it, to get to... Well, you
1: can, like, there are sort of trains and stuff. There is, like, Northumberland Park and things around there. But wherever you sort of go and it's quite a way. And you're kind of going to that part of East London to
0: yeah.
1: get up and out, really.
0: So it adds to the adds to the adventure of a Sunday...
1: That is adventurous. Well, I'll be traveling. Well, I'm doing doing the miles. So Friday, I'm going to Nottingham. Then Saturday, we're going to Blackpool from Nottingham with at least two Tim Horton stops on the way.
0: I did have Bella had a game in uh, Watford on Saturday, and it was like, yeah, we're going to Timmy's. Has to be done. Get in. Definitely. It was cool actually request. because
1: like we've got um we got an interview of Whitehorse, the Canadian duo coming up, and we were talking about Tim Hortons and stuff there. And Luke and Melissa were fascinated that we actually have Tim Hortons here. It's quite
0: bad how a lot of our talks go towards like Tim Hortons. Let's
1: talk about coffee and beer and all that stuff. It's like massively on brand. But on that point, um Hope we've given you some information about where things are at C2C. I like would say North Greenwich on the Jubilee Line runs all night, Friday and Saturday, massively crossing everything. That we have no industrial action during that weekend in March. Um, please don't do it. Um Oh, no, it'll be oh, a weekend, twice. that It'll be a weekend. It should be all right. So it should be... Well, you're saying... Not Friday, really. potentially, but it'll be but Friday already. could be the, but, not, yeah. but anyway, it's not going to... It's going to be fine. It's going to be wonderful and beautiful and amazing. And um, we're going to have a great time. And but the next time we do it, um, Spurs will have won three games in a row. We've got Champions League next week. No, oh, Fulham have got FA Cup tomorrow night. Does like United have got a Premier League game this week? Haven't they during the week? Yes, is it Leeds. I feel like I, the only reason I know is because I captained Rashford when I. This thought, is the
0: thing. This is how I know most things. It's like fancy
1: It's like it's like they had an extra game for him and Luke Shaw. So it's like oh, I've got a chance to kind of get some more points and stuff with that. Um, but yeah. So anyway, that's been fun. So we talked about the Grammys. We kind of dipped in more about C to C um ian was a jammy sod managed to get schne tickets for a nightclub in kingston um,
0: for like a fifth of the price of the o2 okay it's only gonna be you know it's only gonna be a half hour for people who are like oh it's gonna be they're upset it's only gonna be a half an hour set she's not gonna do more than that probably. i think i saw the who and the who did about 45 minutes so it's just a quick greatest hits play one new song that no one wants to hear well, I don't know show. if
1: she's promoting the album, so it'll probably just be all brand new stuff.
0: Could well be. A couple of the songs are quite good on the album, but hey, it's it's doing the job to get it to number one.
1: That's and also on today's, on today's show, we've had a game. Ian won the game. I'm
0: quite impressed with myself there. But we've,
1: we've both, but for like older parts of life, we've both just lost the game. Very true.
0: Right, we will be recording again on the 21st. I like February and March because the dates are exactly the same.
1: Yeah, it's, it's perfect, isn't it? It
0: makes life very easy. So I'm like, well, 17th and 21st of February March is when we're recording.
1: Happy days. See you in two weeks' time, people. Thank you very much. This is Country in the UK, your country music podcast, 4,000 miles from Nashville.